Hello everyone, and we are here again for an episode of the Imperfect Parenting Podcast. And last week we spoke a bit about connecting and and turning towards each other and getting our kids to do the same. Um, so Rob, where do you want to go with us today? Right, Stu, and good morning to you and morning everyone else. And uh, always good to spend time with you. So Stu, um, as I said previously, we've covered mattering and that as a base, if you like, of mental health, the idea that I matter. We then moved on to feeling and the importance of um, making sure that the family is a space where we can be honest with one another about how we feel and uh, that there is a space for mental or emotional coaching of our kids, um, crucial area. And then how that all connects into connecting, connecting in the family, but also connecting um, with friends, um, a, a really important area um, of life for our children going forward, their, their social happiness and helping them. And we spoke last episode about the need for us to step in and coach when our children are being maybe um, driven, if you like, or compelled to connect with friends because of being anxious or insecure. And so today what I want to do is to move those to the background and now have a look more squarely at anxiety or if you like worrying. And Stu, as a dad, I'm sure, um, but also as a person in charge of an organization, um, you know uh, just how common and rampant um, anxiety or worry is at the moment. Um, Certainly for children and teens, um, it's a significant area of mental health distress. So I want us to have a look at that and to tease out some handles, user-friendly handles that we as parents can take hold of to help our children when they are in the grip of worry. How do we help them? How do we strengthen them? How do we help them to move forward and um, to learn really important life skills along the way? I think it's fair to say that for, for all of us, um, probably worldwide, this has been a pretty testing time in terms of um, you know, staying calm, staying peaceful. Um, there's such large scale and wide ranging uncertainty going on at the moment, so much change. Um, it's really for lots of people in lots of places, there's been an atmosphere of tension Um, for a good uh, coming on for two years now Um, and it's not just COVID um, it's all sorts of things political tensions social upheaval Um, we ourselves in South Africa are experiencing all kinds of uh, of new tensions unfolding and it's difficult and um, we feel it as adults we feel it as parents and for sure um, because um, emotions are contagious if you like Um, within the home the way we feel it's very likely that our children will pick up on that Um, and that's not to say that they don't have their own worries you know they've got school programs in mind the on again off again nature of life for them Um, and all of that kind of uncertainty the the wide-scale uncertainty um, as well as really in certain ways, you know, zero control because things are mandated, things happen um, well above, you know, our ability to influence. And we are then having to deal with um, changes that are 
are made um, that we have no control over. And um, our children feel that. Um, I also think, though, that if we're going to look more carefully at um, anxiety in children and teenagers, we need to look within the home because um, they are affected by us. So the stresses or tensions that we bring home um, will be picked up um, by our children. They will feel our tensions, um, the way we, we relate to them, um, how we're managing expectations um, that we have for our children. Uh, parent expectations are a significant source of stress for kids and uh, being savvy and being wise about the expectations we have on our kids. And we've touched on that in previous episodes. Um, and then also the relationship that we have with our partners, you know, the mom and dad relationships. How are we getting on? I do think that this has been a tough time for marriage, to be honest. Um, whenever we are, we're under stress, then um, our, our, our bad side tends to become you know, more pronounced. We tend to be perhaps more um, short-tempered or, or grumpy, um, less inclined to be playful. So there's all sorts of ways that the family space um, can be impacted by the circumstances we find ourselves in. And then, you know, for young people, um, their peer relationships, we spoke about that and getting anxious about disconnecting from peers, missing out on opportunities to, to spend time with their friends and also their own personal plans and hopes for this year and wondering whether, you know, they can actually make the plans that mattered so much to them um, in previous years. So it's a tough time all around is what I'm saying. And I want us to get some handles as parents in terms of how to help our kids. Sounds good, Rob. Sounds like things that uh, yeah, could be really helpful. I know just the thoughts that went through my mind is that I know that when I am stressed, Sam and I were talking about it actually this, this um, weekend, and we were saying how when we calm, our kids tend to be calm. <laughs> and when we are anxious and and frustrated or you know they, they definitely pick that up and uh, has that been your experience absolutely Stu. i mean certainly as a father myself i think that that's the case where i'm at uh, makes a big difference and we as parents we have a real impact on the tone of the home you know we have a lot of power if you like in that regard so where we're at um, really matters and then as a practitioner wow well i tell you I've seen children really lose it when their parents aren't in a good space. It's sometimes because they worry about their parents and it's that kind of worry. I hope that mom or dad um, is happy. You know, kids, kids want their, children, their parents to be happy. Um, but also if they feel like their parents have checked out, you know, because of anxiety or stress. And, um, you know, I understand it because I myself react that way. If things aren't going well, I'm inclined to check out. But uh, it's that sense of disconnection that can really trouble a child because they tend to take it personally. You know, what's wrong? Don't you care about me anymore? So, and I, I mean, I'm sort of jumping into stuff that you probably should be talking about here. But one of the things that, that I found quite useful uh, when I am stressed and when I am anxious is to talk about it, hopefully in a calm way with my kids so that they know what's going on so you know i can't just remove my stress and just take it away but what i can do is i can talk about it and it doesn't just help them it helps me as well to give them a little bit of a handle on what's going on with dad you know or um what's going on 
between mom and dad you know just talk talk a little little bit about it and um in simple terms does does that make sense to you rob absolutely Stu. i think what it does is it calibrates the relationship for the child to understand where you're coming from um you know and we spoke about the relationship side of life um in the past few episodes the thing is we're social creatures and so if we feel a sense of disconnection from someone who matters to us wow we get agitated and the thing is we start to imagine what's wrong we start to think well gosh we mind read i guess you know dad's cross with me for instance would be a typical um, assumption that a child would carry they wouldn't carry it consciously but unconsciously there's this sense that dad's angry and it's probably me and i think sadly that's why so many children blame themselves when their parents are going through tough times or are even in the process of getting divorced or have got divorced there's this awful sense that if I'd only been a sweeter child, a nicer child, a more compliant child, and not made my parents angry, then they wouldn't have fought so much. So we do a lot of that kind of thing as children, uh, mind reading and putting ourselves in the middle of our parents' distress. But I suppose we, we all do that to a point, don't we? We constantly are working out in our minds what, I mean, this morning I wasn't sure what you thought of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep you guessing, Stu. So, no, but but yeah. So so I mean, I don't always do this do this well, but I think um, just talking openly about uh, at a at a level. I mean, these are young kids, but but talking openly about what is going on, and it also helps me to talk more about my emotions and my feelings as well. I think it absolutely does, and this is one of the things that I am still struck by as a psychologist is that just talking really helps and I think we've said that before in these episodes is that we don't have to have amazing solutions to offer our kids um, and obviously they are unlikely I guess to have amazing solutions to offer us but just talking just talking to our children just talking to our partners um, does really help it helps us to feel um, connected in the distress um, putting it into words um, and eases things, I think, extremely helpfully within the family space. Two things to then pick up from you uh, on that. The one is I would love to, and again, this is something Sam and I were talking about this, this weekend, but, but to me, it seems like calm parenting really matters. <laughs> uh, and, and being calm, even when you're feeling stressed, so being able to talk about the stress, but in a calm way and be able to engage in a what seems like an anxious situation with your child in a calm way really does seem to help. I don't always do that. And, and I'm trying to get better at managing myself and how I interact. And then the second one was expectations is that I can see how how my expectations of my kids and what I want from them and how I want them to behave has a major impact. But it's quite a tricky one, Rob, in terms of how to you know, not not put too much expectation on your child, um, but also still coach and guide them. So those are the two things that, that, that are very interesting for me. But I'd love you to answer the first one about calm, calm parenting. Yeah, sure. And we will get into the coaching and guiding because I am, as I say, wanting to offer up some handles for us as parents. And how do we coach and guide our children when they're anxious, facing some sort of challenge or, or problem and we want to help them? How do we help them move forward? But in terms of being calm parents, well, I think to pick up on your example, Stu, I would substitute that with the words connected 
so that you connect with yourself or you center yourself. The thing is, you and I don't have to be perfect. We don't have to be, you know, these sort of folk unaffected by, um, you know, the circumstances around us. But do we know it? Have we actually checked in with ourselves? Are we aware of where we're at? Have we connected to ourselves that will, you know, massively improve our ability to connect intelligently, uh, lovingly with our children? So that would be uh, the way that I would put it, Um, connecting with ourselves, checking in with ourselves, knowing that we're anxious so that we're able to then communicate that to the people we love. Yeah, Rob, I mean, that makes so much sense to me and and the sense that we tend to live life so often not knowing where we actually are at and not being able to understand it and then to do something about where we're at and also how how we're experiencing it and, and dealing with it. Yeah, that's exactly right. We take away, if you like, our creative um, response to circumstances. Um, The fact that we are worrying about something, but now what do we do about it? Well, we want to try and be creative with that. We want to try and be, if you like, courageous with that when, when the time is right. So how do we do that? And we need to be aware that we are feeling exactly as we're feeling if we're going to make those kinds of um, progressive growth-inducing steps. So Rob, practically, how would you, I mean, would you structure things into your day? I know we spoke previously about getting into the car, centering yourself, calming yourself down, but practically as as parents, I mean, should you be putting things in your day that connect yourself, you know, to what's going on inside of you or how, any tips on that? Well, I think that this is absolutely a time for us to start our days well. And I think if we can start our days um, with some kind of self-check-in, if it's a time of reflection and prayer, if it's a time of sitting quietly, turning the, f- the phone over so that you can't see the face, um, switching phones off, getting away from electronic devices, um, finding some corner where we can actually breathe, think, perhaps even have a pen and piece of paper in hand, And uh, just take stock of where we're at. Take stock of what's going on inside of us. That would be, I think, a really, really good everyday practice. Um, And as you said, also being intentional about talking, about actually saying what we might not have said uh, uh, previously, uh, putting it into words, uh, both to our partners as well as um, to our children, which can be unusual for lots of parents. Lots of parents wouldn't think of letting their kids know um, how they feel. Thanks, Rob. I think that's really useful. I, I've got a an older mentor um, who encouraged me many years ago to what he called do chair time. So when I um, get to the office, actually, in the morning, uh, is to just sit in my chair and not do anything for, you know, say 10 minutes, 15 minutes, um, and just just think about what's, what's going on. <laughs> what's going on with me? What's going on with my family? What's going on here in, in the team? And not not try and do anything about it just to kind of get a sense of where and then start start my day i thought that was a that was a a great thing it's helped me anyway when i have done it (laughs) yeah i really like that a lot and i think what we can do is bookend the day so it can also be something really good um, at the tail end of the day that we take some time again away from uh, devices away from technology um, and start to wind down properly i think the way that uh, our bodies are designed to to do 
um, and uh, take that that check-in time again at the end of the day would would also be good. Great, Rob. Well, I look forward to the next episode as we um, talk a little bit more about about the kids, I think, and and their anxiety and, and how to help them. Good to chat again.